you're tired of spending money on trail cameras you use as tools only to find out they're built like freaking toys or you've struggled with unreliable not so dependable cameras or experienced customer service that flat out disappointed you i've been there those problems literally birthed exodus eight years ago when they shipped their first camera exodus had a clear desire to not only build elite products that enabled you to set it and forget it all season long but also to back them like no other company was willing to with an unmatched level of customer service and support. See for yourself why Exodus has over 15,000 satisfied customers. They've quickly become known for their five-year no BS warranty, quality cameras, and best in-class customer service. You heard that right. Exodus believes in their products so much, every single camera is backed by a five-year warranty that includes theft and accidental damage coverage. Each camera is checked for quality control standards before it leaves the warehouse. They wouldn't use it, you don't get it. Exodus is so confident you love your new Exodus camera. They're offering you, the listener of this show, 15% off your next order today. Just use code BTE. If you don't love it, get your money refunded in the first 30 days and just send her back. Exodus really has two excellent cell cam options for uh, all budgets, and they start at just $179 plus your 15% off there. You use the code BTE. They have competitive data plans that allows you to purchase a plan and use the data as you see fit. They want you to be in control. There's no annual commitment and no limit on how many cameras you can run on one plan. You can share cameras with friends, no charge, which makes the Exodus lineup a great option for hunting clubs and leases. There are no additional fees for HD photo requests. That's pretty nice. No additional fees for video uploads. And all cameras share data on a single data plan for easy management. See for yourself why so many have made the switch to Exodus and experienced the Exodus difference. Use code BTE to get 15% off your next order today. Now let's talk about Osseo Gear. It's a great option for whitetail hunters. They develop a premium line of bow hunting gear that will rival any other clothing on the market in quality. Plus, you got a lifetime warranty on anything you buy from Osseo, which is pretty nice. They have a super unique camo pattern and great technology in their garments to keep you comfortable in the stand. So visit ASIOgear.com. Get you some premium hunting clothing. Gotta talk to you about Stealth Outdoors, makers of Stealth Strips. Stealth strips really are a, a product that any hunter, whether you're a weekend war, warrior or a guy that hunts almost every day, really needs to take advantage of. Stuff absolutely deadens your, your gear uh, to make it essentially uh, noise-free. If you haven't checked out stealth strips yet, stop buying all the other crappy alternatives like the hockey tape and any other stuff you're trying to use to silence your gear. Get the good stuff. Get stealth Visit StealthOutdoors.com. Pick you up some Stealth Strips. All my partners are linked in the description below. Go check them out. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. Everybody, we got uh, we got Jake Belinda on tonight. Tonight, today, we usually do this at night, so that's why I screwed that up. But today, yeah, <laughs> or whenever you're watching this. Um, I get, I, and I get a lot of questions over the last few years about 
filming my hunts, what cameras I should get, you know, how do I do it, this and that. And I met Jake. Uh, we, we met this deer season in Ohio, Ohio and Jake kind of does uh, filming deer hunts for a, a living. Um, a little bit of everything. Yep. And he was, he was real knowledgeable about it. So I thought we'd get on here and just chit chat back and forth about um, filming your hunts and give you guys like recommendations on gear and different budgets uh, that, you know, people may have and, and kind of give recommendations on what you should or shouldn't buy with those, with that, with that money. And uh, Jake would be way better or at least get, be able to give way more um, options than I can or have more knowledge than I do about it. So yeah, thanks for getting on, dude. Yeah, man. Appreciate it. Try to help people out and save money where they can and spend money where they should. Yeah. That's the it's a, uh, the camera world and the filming world. Um, the options in that are like overwhelming. Yeah. Um, I'm, I mean, this is year five or six for me. And I, I remember when I first started, it was overwhelming and it still is Yeah, um, keeping up with technology. Um, it's never ending, but it's just a learning curve that, um, you know, if we can fast, fast track a couple guys and, you know, with this podcast and maybe it'll help somebody out. Yeah. And that's the goal of it. And like, like, for example, like Sony, me and you were talking about Sony cameras, just texting back and forth the other day. It's like, they probably have how many options for DSLR cameras right now or mirrorless cameras. They probably have, I mean, oh. you got a dozen of them maybe. There's yeah, there are. Well, and that's if you go into the, there's a, there's probably, I bet you there's 30. Yeah. If you start really diving in um, to each yeah. model. Yeah. And like, yeah, I guess uh, discontinued models and stuff that are still available and whatnot. Yeah. So it's, it's crazy. Um, I'm trying to think where, how we want to start this, Jake. Like, uh, let's talk about, let's first of all talk about, I want to, there's a, there's kind of this, um, there's a, there's a thing going on in recent years where people are filming deer hunts with their cell phones. Yeah. And I was a little bit, not, not surprised, but um, you were even saying you film a lot of yours, even as a professional filmer, you film a lot of your stuff with your, your, your phone. So yeah. I want to, I want to talk about phones a little bit and kind of give people an idea of like, how much should I say before I buy something that's better than, than my phone and what isn't better than my phone uh, for, for filming. Yeah. So, uh, well, the re for me anyway, why I continue to use a cell phone is strictly because it's something you use every day and it just seems more natural. So a lot of guys are used to being on their phone. So it's easier to just pull out of your pocket than get at, get your camera out of your bag or take it along into a tree or something like that. So it's just the more, you're more comfortable with it. So the more comfortable you are with something, the more you're going to actually use it. Um, so I think that's where a cell phone really comes in handy. I use it for just point and shoot stuff all the time. Um, any digital st social media stuff, I you'll see me grab my can instead of getting my big camera out. I'll just use my cell phone because it's it's right there. The sound quality is pretty good. It's usually just face to face um, for those point and shoot moments. Yeah, and do you, I mean, do you do you film like hunts with your like you have a setup on a um, camera arm or anything for your your phone, or do you just use it as a like a handheld? Yeah, no, I, I don't use my phone. Um, when it comes down to like any of the action, um, I, I have enough gear and things that I don't use the cell phone anymore. Um, the only thing I use a cell phone for, and you'll see it at Western hunts, people use them for maybe filming through a spot and scope or, yeah. um, 
you know, it's more the face-to-face -face interaction stuff is what the cell phone's really good for. And then if you have to film, a, you can film a hunt entirely with a cell phone. Um, it's just, I don't have, I, me personally, I don't have the setup for it because I, I'm beyond that um, right. in my level, so to speak. So, but if you're just starting out, a cell phone, in my opinion, is one of the best ways to start filming your own hunts. Um, yeah. Well, and it's like a lot of people don't want to hear that, right? They want to like, a lot of people want to have something to buy. Oh. But, yeah, 100%. but like the fact, I think the fact of the matter is maybe you don't agree with this, but like, I, I just grabbed this, I got this old handy cam here. It's a Panasonic handy cam. That yep. It's like, it's like three or $400, you know, like this thing probably isn't as good as my phone now, you know, maybe, maybe 10 years ago it was, but now it's, I'm kind of, I'm kind of downgrading in quality from my yeah, phone. Exactly. To, yeah, to exactly. Um, so like that, those days of going to Walmart and buying like a little Canon handy cam or something, it's like, I don't know if I'd spend your money on that anymore yeah the there's a certain level that i wouldn't drop below um in price range and that's that's probably that thousand dollar mark yeah because then you're just getting into bait like you said the handy cams in my opinion they're just they're they're junk um because they just they don't have good optics in them they don't have good stabilization i mean there's nothing really in there that they, they're cheap for a reason. They're mass produced and they're just kind of thrown out there for people to grab. They're, they're more or less for like birthday parties and things like, you know, to, yeah. you're taught when your kid takes his first couple steps or something like that. But in terms of when you're in the elements filming in the woods, they're not going to do I mean, you'll, you'll see guys on YouTube still try to zoom all the way in on something with a handy cam and you can get, it gets so pixelated and blurry you can't, you can tell it's a buck or something, but you can't tell anything else. Everything just kind of map that all the pixels get mashed together. Yeah. And so, any more like the, some of the cell phones have really good zoom options that aren't, you know, they're not great either, but they're just as good as a handy cam. Yes. Um, so th that was like the, like a big point I wanted to make. Cause I, I get a lot of people like I got 500 bucks. What should I buy? I'm like, uh, man, <laughs> I keep saving. Yeah. Um, and, and that's just, I mean, there, this is my personal opinion on all of it. I, I like the little bit higher quality stuff um, just because nobody, I mean, you want to be able to go back and let's say you are a guy that's filming for the first time and you just want to show your family, your friends, like, Oh, look at this 10 point I seen, but you go and you, you, you zoom all the way in on it. You can't even see, you can't even count how many points it has. Like mm -hmm. it could be a 10, it could be an eight. It could have a kicker. You have no idea. And what was the, you know, you see my point where yeah, if you just save the extra couple hundred bucks, then you have that little better quality and then you have a more better user experience. Um, and that's kind of what you're after anyway. Yeah. For uh for guys that want to film with their phones, Jake, like what kind of phone do you like or what have what are they what's good specs on a phone? Um, well, I just upgraded to the 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 brand new iPhone. Um, and here's the thing about filming with this with a cell phone right if guys guys if you're out there listening why not invest into a brand new cell phone because one now you have a brand new set you have a cell phone that you're going to use all the time and then two the the video qualities of it um <clears throat> i don't know the exact specs in terms of like the zoom so like the iphone 15 has like 9 to 15 yeah. x um 
I don't know the megapixels and things like right. that. I dove in, but it's qual it's high quality enough that I'm not afraid to use it. Um, but the cell phone, that's why I keep going back to the cell phone because it's saved right there. And that's what you're going to be watching it on most likely anyway, until then we like, as we get farther down this discussion onto computers, softwares, things like that, most guys are going to want to just, and that's the thing about handy cams. Then you have to have a computer. How are you going to transfer that from a computer to your cell phone to be able to watch, to show your buddies? Yeah. It's going to, yeah. that that's what happens to a lot of guys. I have friends that do it. They film with one of those handy cams or something. And now they just have it on an SD card. And they don't, they're like, I don't know how to get this off of the yeah. SD card onto my computer and then onto the computer, onto my phone. So I can actually watch it. Um, there's a lot of steps. So yeah, that's why sure. I tell all guys, if you're going to invest in money, might as well go with a cell phone first. You have a good cell phone that can take good pictures, good video, and you can, you know, that's a great starting point. Yeah. Let's talk about before, before we get into like buying actually actual camera gear, let's talk about computers and whatnot. Like, um, I get, you know, a lot of people will, you know, they'll message me and ask me about, I want, I want 4k and I'm like, okay, you have a computer that you can, you know, watch 4k on or uh, download or uh, edit 4k video on um, because what's, you know, 4k is essentially, or what is it? Jake is like, it's four times the quality of 1080, right? Yeah. So the way I break it down 4k, just and how I explained it to you is basically if you take a quadrant and you split it into four sections, right down the middle, um, you can zoom into just one of those four quadrants and that's 1080p. That's the quality. So basically if you have a deer that you're zoomed all the way in and it only takes up a quarter of the screen, you can zoom in to make it almost the entire size of the screen without losing any quality of 1080p. Yeah. Um, which is perfectly good quality. And that's what most actually YouTube videos you watch are in 1080 either, unless they download them and and upload them into 4k which a lot don't do because of the, how much extra space and you can get all into the the file yeah. sizes but um 1080p is pretty much what everybody watches on yeah and the the problem with uh shooting in 4k is your standard computer that you go to best buy or walmart and buy won't be able to handle it there won't be enough yeah, space or memory or ram on it's it. not a <clears throat> it's not only the 4k <clears throat> Excuse me, but the <clears throat> sorry, just got good. Sick. <laughs> Jake's getting over being <laughs> sick. <laughs> um, but it's the color coding in it, so that that's what they it can't render. So a lot of the computers is not just the 4K, but the underlying files, um, basically that. So I shoot in let's say 10 bit or 12 bit raw footage. You're, you're running the mill uh, HPs that you can get Walmart or Target or something for three, four hundred, five hundred bucks. They're just not going to be able to handle that, um, that file. And it's just going to give you an error. So then you have to proxy it and you're going to, you're just going to run into a world of troubles and you're going to get a headache and ultimately not do anything with the footage. Yeah. Yeah. So keep that in mind. Um, whenever you're thinking about buying something and just, just use your phone. <laughs> yeah. I know I, I had a friend of mine that did that. He didn't upgrade his computer. He upgraded his can. I mean, he was pretty intermittent level 
um, with his camera gear, like knows what he's doing. Um, bought higher quality stuff because he saved up, but then he went to dump it on his computer and his computer wouldn't even read it. So he has to then basically sit on files until he can upgrade a computer to be able to handle it. You yeah. know, so it's just another expense that he has to, once you get to a certain threshold, you're going to have not just one expense to jump to the next level. It's like three or four. Yep. Well, and, and I, like how much was your editing computer? I mean, I know mine, I think mine cost me four grand. Yeah. I think 29, 99, 23,000. Like that, yeah. You're, is, you're talking about the same price as a like a really high quality camera. You're going to spend on a computer yep. to be able to work with this that footage. So yeah. keep that in mind before you go out and buy a big fancy camera. Yes. <laughs> um, okay, Jake. So let's. I'm gonna give you a scenario. Let's say I'm I'm Joe Blow, and I've I've been filming with my iPhone for a couple of years now. I really like it, and I'm going to make a leap. I'm going to. I got a, I got a computer that can keep up with whatever I want. I want to buy my first nice camera. Mm-hmm. What would you recommend guys getting for their first good camera? Uh, the first thing I would ask is like the price range that they're, you know, cause I mean a nice camera, if they're going to shoot film, just hunts, I would say that thousand to $1,500 mark is like that sweet spot. Yeah. For your first camera your, outside of your, your phone. First, yes. Your first camera outside of your phone. Um, I, I like the capabilities of, you know, Sony point and shoot cameras. Um, I think they're called the ZV, uh, E10 is a really good one. You're not going to get the zoom. Now you're not going to get that super zoom quality where you can zoom in to something that's out there three, 400 yards. That that's what you're going to be spending a lot of money on is that reaching out to see what a subject is. But that's that point and shoot Sony um, is right at a thousand dollars, I think. It's the ZV one, I think it's what's called. Is it the ZV one? Yeah, the CV E10 is there is there um, is a mirrorless uh, like is there interchangeable lens camera? Oh, okay. I knew it was ZV something. Um, yeah, ZV one. Here, here, I'll do this for people. This will be a good idea. Give me a second, Jake. I'm gonna I'm gonna go to B and H and just share my screen for people. And then while you're getting these, I can like pop them up so people can kind of reference that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So that that ZV one, if it's the ZV one that I'm thinking of, you can completely film an archery hunt with that. And not only that, it has the the megapixels to take those good, you know after shots that you're looking for you know that that trophy grip and grin yeah right there it's 748 yeah that's 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 perfect for if you're gonna be your first camera it's small fits in your pocket it's not going to be bulky it's going to be lightweight so you you don't have to maybe spend the money like what we're going to talk about here in a little bit is like camera arms it can fit on pretty much any camera arm it's light that's going to be probably my number one that I point guys towards for archery hunting, specifically your first camera. I, uh, I filmed a bunch of deer hunts with this camera. Um, two years ago, this is the only thing I used to film deer hunts with this little camera right here. It's, it's super light, isn't it? It's, it oh yeah, in- it's, it's literally, it's smaller than your cell phone. Like it's, I mean, yeah. it's thicker, but the footprint isn't very big. I mean, you can, you can literally fit it in your pocket. 
it's not super super high quality stuff but it's pretty good yeah it's um, it's good good enough for youtube or whatever you want to use it for. yeah exactly if it, it you can tell what the subjects are you can film you know deer with and as soon as they get that 60 50 yard mark you i mean that's what you're looking for in an archery setting you're not trying to film something two three hundred yards away and rifle seat you know if you're sitting in a box blind that's now you're getting into different subjects but and then basically from there i would jump to like maybe um it's called an nx70 um and sony it's another sony you'll hear me going back to sony a lot just because i like i like sony i've, I've owned sony equipment things it's treated me very well um it would be the zv or x nx maybe try the nx80 yeah i think the, i think the 70 is the old model now is it the old model yeah mm -hmm. this is three four years ago um so i don't know what there the is. equivalent is so that's going to the next jump up in terms of just a point and shoot that's the 90 so that there's my name one in between there there's a used one for 1700 dollars there, there you go. That that's that's what I mean. You go from like a thousand, and then there's nothing really in between there besides maybe a A6500, um, which is an interchangeable lens system. But the point and shoots, that's what I would go with. And if everybody probably knows the hunting public, they've been using an NX90 for the past five years on their film. Yeah. Um, so that's the quality that they continue to use is that nx90 which is the next point and shoot which is what i would say for guys if they're going to want to really film their hunts now you're getting a little bit bigger in size but that's gonna that's that's covering pretty much all your bases for that yeah the only, the only downside is it doesn't do photo so where the zv1 it does photo and video so you can still take those you know grip and grin shots right yeah um, and this is i mean this is probably 15 times bigger than that zv1 yeah it is, is. The um, in between stuff that now there is i mean i've seen some pretty good um handy cam things uh like and the what the AX, ax 53 100 or yeah, yeah 53 yeah. um there were they're at that 1200 market somewhere yeah. in there if i believe um mm -hmm. they're pretty good but you need uh, a little bit better external microphone to go along with that camera. And the same thing with that ZV-1. Um, I would up, upgrade the, the microphone system in it just so you can get that higher quality sound. Um, and then you can start diving into all the accessories. This is the AX700. This is the, they don't even make these anymore, I don't think. But uh, yeah, that, I think that's the one you're talking about. Yep, it has that, the one sensor. Um, yep. That's the exact one I'm talking about. That's a great point and shoot camera. It's lighter. Um, that's and then that's pretty much it for what I know in terms of the point and shoot stuff. That little bit lower quality, you know, not lower quality, but lower budget. Yeah, under fifteen hundred dollars, like you said. That NX eighty you can get used on on sites, Facebook Marketplace. You can get them on any Adorama, B and H. Um, yeah for that $1,600 mark, $1,500 mark and everything. There's other two options or, you know, a thousand to 1500. And maybe it's just me, but uh, I mean, handy cams or these camcorders, they're a thing that, like companies aren't making these anymore either. 
No. It doesn't seem like. I mean, every every one we looked at is discontinued now, and these are the, so, the newest models. <laughs> well, the, and that's and that's basically the reason behind that is because the next level of is that Sony interchangeable lens system, the E mount stuff, which is yeah. basically you get into the A7 Mark III, and now you're getting into more not the professional level, but it's user friendly enough that it's easier to figure out and there's so many out there on the market now they they took over that handycam market. Yeah. Um, the reason I tell people to get away from handycam stuff is because once you buy it and use it, you're going to get a little bit of use out of it and realize it's not exactly what you want. And now it has no resale value because you can't yeah. get, you can't get rid of a camera that was cheap to begin with. And now it's even cheaper and people are just going to, a lot of guys are just going to say, why would I spend a thousand dollars for something that's used that doesn't do what I want? I can just save an extra 500 bucks upgrade by 10 times and have brand new. Yeah. So that's no. why it's really, it's, it's really care. You got to be really careful when buying that first camera. Um, it's, it, you know, that, in my opinion, that Sony ZV-1 is like the first, that's like the best one, I think, out there for the bang you, for your you buck. Would, you'd rather use that ZV-1 than the, the AX700 then for you. They, I mean, they have the same sensor size and all that, too. You're yep. not losing anything like that. You, you lose zoom, obviously, but. Um, in my opinion, like I, I'm, I archery hunt a lot, and you do, too. That's yeah. the main place where most guys are going to be filming their hunts is archery hunting, you know, point and shoot stuff when they're shooting their bow in their yard they're not trying to get out there a hundred and some plus yards yeah so that's yeah you, you don't need a 10x zoom on something like that you're gonna start spending money when you get in that 10x plus like that's yeah. where you that's where i that's where i spend a lot of my money too is that oh yeah reaching out and being able to see what the subject is yeah all right let's talk about let's say a guy has this camera here the they have the ax 700 and they're yeah. ready to they're ready to go all out. Well, let me ask you this before we go there. Is it worth like, in, in your opinion, would a guy be okay with getting like a, like a, the a 6,500 and a decent lens, uh, next, or would you go ahead and just jump up to like full frame a seven, you know, S two or three or whatever. At this point, um, with technology and what's out there is I would, I would go ahead and just jump up to the a a seven Mark two or Mark three. And the okay. reason being is because they've been out on the market long enough that you're going to be able to find used ones. Um, for your, for if, if you're going to go that route or brand new, they're still pretty cheap. Um, I think the ACE, the a seven three was the, my camera that I ran for a long, long time. Mm-hmm that that's what i ran i mean there's so many guys in the industry that run that camera because it's a dual purpose film photo camera that you can do pretty much anything you want with it yeah so that's what I, that's what i learned for two years on and that's what i basically got got me to the point and i succeeded to um basically the level of that camera the capabilities and then i had to upgrade from there but it took me a while to get past that the camera's capabilities yeah and i mean they're there are i mean they're cheaper than that a7 or ax700 now like the, your the used market here is 1200 dollars ish 
you know. Yeah, and that's and that's just on B and H. I mean, you can I've I've seen them on you know Facebook Marketplace everywhere for a thousand bucks. Oh yeah, yep. Look at and then if you're gonna use guys, if you're gonna buy one online, um, simply ask the shutter count. If you get up into those forty thousand shutter count, fifty thousand shutter count, it's kind of like miles on a vehicle. Um, that's when I you you know it starts breaking down the camera a little bit more. Um, and I would shy away from those super high shutter count cameras, the 60, 70, 80,000, over a hundred thousands, no question. Um, okay. Which is basically how many times the shutter was clicked. Sports, sports photographers that just sit there and, and rack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, their cameras aren't really good for resale. Yeah. I, they, they use and abuse them. Let's, let's answer one of these questions real quick. Yep. Jake, before we, uh, get too much farther. Eric, he asked, uh, what do you, what do you have to look for in a camera to know if it will be good in low light? Um, it's going to be the sensor, but then it depends on if you're running a mirrorless camera or a handy cam style is going to be the F stop value. So it's basically it's focal distance. So, you know, the number, you always see the number F 2.8 F 3.5 to 5.6. Yeah. Um, the lower the f-stop the better the low light capabilities and then um your iso is basically a, a false lighting uh setting so that false lighting that's that's put into the camera uh anything that's over like sixteen thousand to thirty-two thousand, that you're going to start noticing a lot of pixelization it's going to look fuzzy it's all the noise in the in the image um it's going to be better that low light capability is the hardest thing to spend money on because that's that's where that's where it gets pricey really fast. Yeah, I'm trying to find the uh, like on this like for example uh, this the AX700, which is the nicest handy cam you can get essentially. Yeah. Um, I'm looking for the f-stop on that. Uh, let me it's, share it. I don't Take know if it'll, let's see. I don't know if it'll tell you or not. Um, there's a shutter speeds, focal length. That's nine point three f stop f yeah two point eight to four point yeah. five okay. right here. So it's going to have decent low light capa capabilities when it's zoomed all the way out. So if you're trying to get that low light zooming in, it's going to jump up to that four point five or mm -hmm. in between, which is basically going to cut light. Does that make sense? Yep. Yep. So if you if if you if it's if it's the last light and you got a deer coming in to you know you you want to zoom out and for this particular camera your your f stop's going to go down to two point eight and if you if you zoom yeah. in five x or whatever on the camera that's whenever you're going to get into it's, that yeah and it's going to look darker than yeah because it's it's basically picture the front of the camera being an iris as you get far and and your face is this you know the light sensor. As you zoom away from it, it's smaller to see through. As that you bring it back, more light's going to come to you. So yeah. it's, that that's that's what you're looking at in terms of a camera. Um, but that low light capability is really hard because then you, it's where you're going to spend money. It's just one of those things that um, in cameras, it's there's a couple cent, you know, like the A7S3. You can they're more expensive. That's professional level, but that's why they are what they are because they are made for that super low light stuff. 
that's what they're that's what they're designed for yep and that uh like the zv1 the little point shoot you recommended that has a f stop down to 1.8 that that's what i thought 1.8 to i think 3. it's 2.8 says 1.8 to 2.8 is the maximum aperture there you go that i mean that's so that's that's good that's that's going to be really good low light compared to um the other option that you just showed yeah and it's a thousand dollars less yeah you know well new price thousand dollars less that's why i tell guys to go to that camera i it, i just yeah. know i know guys that's used it um and it and it's a great little camera yeah. uh for guys yeah. that use and the focal length essentially is 24 to 70 which isn't like a great zoom but it's it's decent yeah um so you can like i said up to about a hundred yards, you can you'll be able to see what it's on a you know you put it on a computer you'll you'll be able to tell what that is at a hundred yards hundred and twenty yeah. yards. All right, a we're looking at the A seven three right now. Before yep. we get into more even even better quality, let me get yep. back to sharing my screen here. Um, so this A seven three. Yep. We got we're gonna we're gonna have to about a thousand bucks for a used one, um, but that's not with a lens. No. So what lens would you recommend if you had one lens to pick? If I had to pick around? just one singular lens, um, I would have to go with a 24 to 240. The Sony lens? Yep. This one right here. Yep. Brand new. It's another thousand bucks, but it comes that can that that zoom capability to 240 millimeters is is what's gonna you know, that's what's going to get the crisp photos and videos that you want. Um, you'll be able to zoom way in on a deer. If they're at, if they're at 75 yards, you'll, I mean, you can zoom in to, to just its head if you want with that 240. Yeah. Um, yeah. And 24 millimeter on a full frame camera, that's good enough to where you could, you could get back enough to do like a little. That's basically um, what we're on right here. 20. Yeah. What we're logging type. Yep. It's a little tight for vlogging, but it still would be good if you had it on a, you know, if you want to do an interview in the, in the stand or whatever. Yep. Um, I, that's what I use. That's what the, that, that lens right there is what I broke my teeth on, so to speak. Is, uh, yeah. I, I ran that with the a seven three. Um, I had a microphone on it and a, a little bit better mic. And that's basically what I did everything up and from 27, let's see, 2018, 2019, into 2020 um, is basically what I did everything with. Let me ask you this: so the the aperture on this is f uh, the 3.5 to 6.3. Yep. Um, but I would still like the low light capabilities of this is still way better than that ZV1, correct? Yes, and that's because of the the sensor that's in the camera itself yes. that you're putting it onto. There's multiple factors, but once you get into the, that little bit higher quality, the sensor capabilities are going to be able to bring in a little bit better light than just an f-stop value. But the big thing I want to also want to say about that lens um, is the fact that if you've seen that OSS beside it, mm -hmm. three point five to what is it, five point six OSS, that's optical steady shot, which is basically takes out that little bit of handshake when you're, if you're going to hand self film, you know, like if you're just going to hold it, it's going to take out that little bit of wobble. Yeah. So right. It's, it's built into that lens. Yeah. Another really good lens is a 24 to one Oh five. 
which is another one that I run a lot. Um, it's kind of, it, it's kind of another do all lens. It's a little bit more expensive. It's a little bit higher quality, but that's, that's the reason being is cause it's a little bit, it's a constant aperture. Okay. But that being said, okay. So you're not, you're not losing, you're not losing, uh, your, your aperture when you go to 105 millimeters. No, it stays at, at that F4 yeah. value. Yeah. But the, what's nice about that that cam that lens specifically is the fact that you can be really close to a subject and get like really close details. Mm -hmm. Like if you want to, like you always see pictures of just people's eyeballs, like you know, slow motion blinking and things like that. That's what that I can do that with that lens um, right there because it, you know, how close I can get to a subject and I can even zoom into a hundred and five. Yeah. So it just depends what you want. If you want something that you can reach out there a little farther, you'd probably go with the, the, was it, was it two, two forty two forty. Yep. Um, if you want something that's a little better high quality um, yep. and like, we're talking like, <laughs> I, I don't know how to say this, but like you're a professional at this. I don't know if the average guy is going to be able to tell a difference between those two lenses, right? They're not get yeah. That that I'm going to be able to tell. You might be able to tell, but the guys, run of the mill guys, aren't going to be able to tell. Um, it's just the small, intricate detail stuff that I I can tell. Yeah, yeah. There's some um, cheap, all the kit lens stuff out there. The eighteen, the fifty five, or whatever they always are. Yeah. yeah, I mean they're just, in my opinion, they're just not really good for much besides a studio lens. Yeah. The, you have a controlled, controlled environment. Yeah. Yes. Controlled lighting, controlled everything. That's the only thing that they're really good for. Yeah. Um, so we need to talk about full frame versus crop sensor cameras a little bit. Cause I know that's something that's like a little bit hard to understand for people uh, when you're, you're looking at these, these cameras. Um, what are like, what's a disadvantage? Like, cause we talked about, you would just go from, if you're going to go from a, self or the zv1 say to something like this you would just skip over the crop sensor cameras why yeah. why is that i guess exactly um <clears throat> they used to be they so they used to be a lot better so like let's say the apc format cameras the crop sensored ones the, mm -hmm. the cheaper sony cameras um they used to be a lot better um, and they, they, they were basically that perfect middle of the road, but now the price points of used, um, full frame cameras are, are the same price. So why wouldn't you jump to that full frame? Right. Like this is, this is Sony's cheapest mirrorless. And I mean, it's, you're looking at $800. Yeah. Um, and that's what seven, I'm 700 for the, and for a full, the and the full frame a seven three. No, 300 bucks. Yeah. It, it, for a used one i mean why would you not you, you see what i'm saying like there's yeah. no there's no real reason to cut yourself short on so many aspects because then you got to start understanding different things with the with the the crop censored stuff yep so so you you throw you throw let's say you have that 24 to 105 lens and yep. you throw that on this crop censored uh sony camera your lens isn't 24 to 105 anymore it's like it, 40 to or what not not 40 it'd be like 30 something 30, to, yeah it'd be like 35 to it's uh, like 1.6 yeah 
times. Everyone's a little different. Like Lumix yeah. is a little different than others. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think Sony's 1.5 and Canon's 1.6 and it's, that's what I mean. Here. So it, <clears throat> why I tell guys to not even look at them is because you're going to start doing what we're doing now. You're going to dive down a rabbit hole. Yeah. That you, and why even confuse yourself? You right. see what I mean? Like, I do this stuff for a living and I don't want to get into the micro four thirds with, with, yeah. it's just, it's not, unless you get brought up through that yeah, and understand it completely and set your entire like self up with that. There's no reason to, to even get into that little bit of a, a, a rut to try to understand something that you're going to end up getting out of. And now you have to learn something else. Yep. Yep. All right. Let's keep her moving before we get too nerdy on this stuff. That's a, that setup we just talked about now, that A7 III with that lens, that is like as good a quality for, for YouTube and stuff. Really, oh, yeah. that would be, that's, you know, that's a better camera than like the guys like, you know, that hunting public uses that, that NX90 or whatever. It They've was. used like, the NX90 for so long and it, because yeah. they can, they have it rigged out for their shoulder strap. Yeah. It's a rip. And but uh, we're just saying, I'm just giving you a, a reference, like, those guys are using that camera. This camera is, uh, you can do more with the yes. camera Jake just talked about. Yep. Um, okay. Now I want to be a baller. I want to get the best I can get. What, what camera are you going to tell a guy to buy like for, um, for filming hunts? I would, uh, probably the a seven S three is the, um, that's been like the standard, uh, one of the best out there for Sony wise. Mm -hmm. um, the low light capabilities of that um, has been absolutely killer. That is like the straight. When you see guys like uh, go look up Micah Morgan and the stuff he's been doing. Um, couple, he's been doing that magic with that camera for years. Um, he's now into like. A little bit higher quality fx6 yeah um, you can that now you're getting into the professional level where these guys this is all they do um they're gonna spend the money the three to four or five ten thousand dollars there's some cameras that i just looked up that are twenty five thousand thirty thousand dollar cameras um it's yeah. a, you Still can get cameras. you can get lost in it yeah what what's oh. the jake like what's the why would a guy need to upgrade to the AS or A7S3 versus the A7 III. Like, I guess, what are you getting out of this A7S3? The low light capabilities of the camera. So the S stands for sensitivity. Mm -hmm. Sensitivity to light. So it brings in light so much better. And that, and it's the sensor that's built in on that little, you know, on the X, the square on the front of the camera is built for light to bring that light in um compared to the a7 III. a7 III, and that's where and that's basically why the price difference is what it is is the bodies are the exact same if you can't if you don't notice they look pretty much identical yep what you're paying for is the internals yeah and i think i think what does this have like a, this has a 12 megapixel sensor 12.1 yes 12.1 and then the a7 III would have i think it's 20 maybe 24 22 yeah, twenty three point five or maybe yeah, it's, it's yeah. twenty four maybe. Um, yeah, would you say that A seven three is a better like, um, 
like hybrid camera than this one. Like if you a guy yeah. wants to take good pictures too, you you'd want the A7 III. This isn't this camera. This A7 S3 is not for taking pictures really. I mean, yep. you can obviously. You, I take actually quite a I take quite a few photos with it. Um, yeah, but it's not. Me it's meant for just digital. Video. Yeah, and, and video. It's not meant for like if I take pictures with that camera, I'm not going to blow them up and try and print them or do anything like they. Right. The megapixels are too small. Yeah. Instagram, you can't really tell. Um, yeah. But beyond that, it's not really made for it. Yeah. Um, I would say the best right now, the best hybrid photo video camera out there is the A7 Mark IV. Which is just the upgrade from the A7 III. It's just upgrade from the three. Yeah. Um, but with the guys not understanding, you know, if they're going to go for their first camera, they're, they might not understand all the buttons. And um, and it's a little bit. See how it's an intermittent price range. Mm -hmm. That that's why I always lean everybody towards the A7 III. Is the fact that you can get it for literally half that cost, and pretty much do the exact same thing. Yeah. Yep. Um. Yeah. This probably has some more megapixels. I probably upgraded. You know, this little thing has, that doesn't matter. Yep, it has 33 megapixels. Um, it's got a little bit better sensor in it. Um, but I again, think, we're kind of you're kind of splitting hairs. I mean, for yeah. uh, for a guy wanting to film their deer hunts, exactly. I mean, you can dive down any rabbit holes. You can get into the the same thing with Canon, same thing with Nikon. Yeah, yeah I mean, yep. I personally, and that's where I told you that day at the hunting camp was down in Ohio was the fact that. That's why I like Sony is because you can go on marketplace and you can buy a used lens. That's it's completely fine for half the cost that a, a, a new one is because the market, there's so much out there. Yeah. Market. So, Sony hands down kind of has the, the best um, lens selection. I mean, they got everything you could possibly think of as all, they almost have a lens for it. Whereas yes. Canon, Canon now they switched their lens to some ef mount and there's not as many not as many lenses for their new stuff anymore same with panasonic or any of the other ones it's they're, they're, they don't have the selection that sony does and that's and that's exactly why i lead guys the direction i am and mm -hmm. i keep going back to the sony thing a7 III with various lenses because there's so many out there yeah you can you can grab one use it not like it and get rid of it for probably the same price that you bought it used it's it's not like you're gonna be getting into a market where you're like you you have this equipment that you can't get rid of because nobody right. wants. Let me ask you this, Jake. Um, for the if you're gonna buy that A7S3, would you buy any different lenses for, or is, is are those two that you mentioned for the? Yeah, that, they'll, they'll they'll be completely yes. I mean, I have. I'll show you here. I actually have. Um, I have both those cameras that I said. Yeah. This is my A7 Mark IV. And I actually have, well, this one's a 16 to 35, but this is a wide angle. But this is about the size of that. So this this is the same size as the 24 to 105 is. Yep. Um, and this is basically anything you would need to film an entire hunt with. Um, the A7 III with the 105, you know, 24 to 105 lens on it. Yeah. It's pretty small, like it's not really super heavy. I mean, that's the perfect, you know, yeah, intermittent level 
you you save you know you're not going to spend a, a bunch of money but you're you're going to get the quality you want you're going to be able to do anything you want with it take any pictures any video and that that's kind of like that perfect middle of the road um yeah hey uh let's go on to uh audio now and give give everybody a recommendation on like because the audio that you would get out of just a standard mirrorless camera is not great so can yeah. you talk about that a little bit? And while you do that, I'm going to go take a leak real quick. Yeah. <laughs> You're good. Oh, let me get back to Jake here. Yeah. So uh, the biggest thing that you're going to want to spend money on after getting a camera is going to be the microphone system. So there's you'll see so many different mics out there. Um, you'll see little tiny Rode wireless go microphones the guys use, but shotgun microphones is a must if you're going to go with that a seven three route, um, because you're going to want that, that sound quality of that deer, you know, grunting or walking in the leaves. So I personally would tell guys to go with a video mic, go, um, something made by road. I think they're a hundred bucks. They're not super expensive. Um, you can get into the wireless stuff. So like the wireless system mics, the any of the lavalier mic systems, um, that's more of the professional stuff. But like I said, the the run of the mill guys, I, I would just get a simple road shotgun microphone. Um, they're on Amazon. You can find them pretty much anywhere. But the video mic go is like the pretty much the perfect go to mic. I think they're to be honest with you, I think they're seventy nine ninety nine. Um, uh, right there, right here, right there. Wire, okay. Video mic go at hundred bucks. Yeah, that one's perfect. Jake, does that one run on uh, camera so power, one, or does it have a battery? That one runs right off the camera's power, so you don't have to you don't have to fiddle with batteries for it or anything. That's that's what I have right here. I, I, I have it just because this is kind of my run and gun setup that I wear for myself. You just plug it into the side, mm -hmm. runs right off the, the, the camera battery. Cause what you don't want, I mean, I have, I have the bigger microphone systems. Um, I have one laying here somewhere, the, that video mic pro plus, but what you run into is that it runs off its own microphone, its own battery you run that battery down in the field, you can't plug it in. Or if you leave it plugged in and don't realize it died, you don't have no audio. Yeah. So, all. yeah, the, the ones that plug straight into the camera um, and run off the camera's battery, in my opinion, are more of the, uh, it's the better system to go with just because if you run out of, you know, your, your video camera runs out of juice, well, then everything runs out of juice. I mean, it's, yeah. It's easier. It's easy. I try to dumb everything down because that's what the guys don't want more things to worry about while they're trying to, to hunt, like remembering SD cards their camera, their, their, you know, their batteries, their camera arm. I mean, you're getting into adding multiple other moving parts on top of just your camera, your hunting equipment and your tree stand and, and then you get into saddle hunting. I mean, you're going to yeah. start just adding all this other stuff up that you don't really need. Yeah. Okay. I think that covers audio. That's you just get some kind of a decent shotgun mic. Yep. Um, shotgun mics. Perfect. Yep. Um, 
another good thing about those ones that run off the camera batteries, they are all of them are cheaper than if you buy one with a extra or a, its own battery. So, yeah. Um, sorry, you may have already said that when I was out using the oh, bathroom. Okay. <laughs> um, okay, people are asking us about GoPros. Which one would you pick? Let's talk about action cams or or uh, whatever second angle cameras now. <clears throat> so the action, so Tacticam action cameras that go on your gun barrel or things like that. I, th in my opinion, I think they're junk. I just do. I don't like them. Have you, you very rarely ever see a video turn out great from them. You always see like bang, you know, especially turkey hunting. You'll see a guy shoot and then it's just, you, you have no idea what happened. Yeah. And it's just all over the place and you're not going to continue to point your gun, you know, or, or your bow at something after you shoot to make sure it's on video. So I don't, I personally, I steal every steer everybody away from that action camera now in terms of gopros i think gopros are highly underused in terms of you know for the industry i agree dude they are they are i love my gopros mm -hmm. um you throw a little you know microphone system on there and they are a great great tool to have yeah yeah let me go get mine real quick i think it's laying yeah no it's not it's out in the barn never mind um that GoPro makes a, they call it a media kit for them, I, I believe. Yep. Media mod. That, media mod, yeah. Yep. And that's a really good, let me look it up here. I think they might be a hundred bucks. Yeah, you can almost, I think you can just buy them in the. They might even come as a kit. Like, they do. As a GoPro with the media mod kit. I think it's called the creator kit is what it's called. So it's this right here. And that's yeah. what the, you can see the mic on the. Yep. Yep. And it comes with a little, little light that actually is super bright. And then this grip that you can see this like little grip, this little tripod thing. This is actually an external battery too. So that's yeah. something that's not great on any action camera is the battery life usually is not real great. No, um, they're, they're really not. Yeah. So this is actually like a charger for your GoPro. So this is what I have right here. The hero 11. This is, I use this for, you'd be surprised at how much of my stuff is filmed with this little setup right here. Oh yeah. I would not get the, a lot of people like try to save money and they'll buy like the hero 10. I've had horrible, horrible luck with the GoPro hero 10. Yeah. So did I, um, a lot of people did. And I, I don't know if it was in between them trying to upgrade something. Um, I just, I've heard, you know, mine would be, it would go to like 25 seconds, 30 seconds and just turn off on its own. Yep. yep. And it wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to, you'd have to take the battery out to. It would freeze. It. Yep. It would yep. just freeze, turn off. It was just I would, terrible. I would get the 8 before I would buy a 10 again. <laughs> like, I hated my 10, but I have this 11 now. Uh, have you used yeah, the 12 it's... yet? They came out with a 12. I don't I don't know. I have the newest one, whatever that is. Um, okay. I, I think I have the 12. Yeah. Yeah. So, I haven't, I haven't heard anything bad about the 12. So, no, I would it... either get the 11 or the 12 if I was going to buy a new one. Yeah, and, that, and that's another thing that... You know, GoPros have been around for so long now that you can find them used any a lot of places. You just yeah. surf the web and really start diving in. You can find that stuff used. Get the media mod. That's a phenomenal second angle um, point and shoot stuff. That's, uh, I mean, for a lot of the YouTube guys, I mean, they used the heck out of that stuff. Oh, yeah. Yep. Um, 
So, I mean, if you're looking right there at getting a GoPro with a media mod and the microphone, you get the a7 III um, with a microphone and just one lens. I mean, you're looking at like $3,000 for pretty much everything combined that everything you need. Yeah. Yeah. And the GoPro, you know, that's your wide angle stuff. If you want to do some like yeah. vlogging, walking around the woods, that's all, that's all real good for that stuff. But that covers, you know, for that's what I mean, that 2,500 to 3,000 will cover pretty much everything you possibly need for. And you that's the only thing you'll need for a couple of years, probably. Yeah. Um, um, batteries and whatnot. You got anything to add about batteries, SD cards, accessories? So the SD cards don't just go get yourself, you know, that when you're talking to that higher quality 4K stuff, uh, you can't really go into just using your 32 gigabyte run you know gen yeah generic sandisk that you can buy from walmart for two you know 20 bucks they're they're just not going to cut it um a little bit you got to get the pro rated pro graded their gold standard i forget what they're called the extreme plus yeah maybe. extreme Let's see here um i have as you can see here i have an entire Entire thing of SD cards. I don't use them anymore. Um, the yeah, they're called the Extreme Plus is what I use, or that that Extreme Pro. Yeah, they're not too bad anymore. They've come down no. price. No, that's bucks for the two hundred fifty-eight six gigabyte. Yeah, that's basically right there. Is, is that's all you need? They've they've come down in price the past couple of years because that was one of those things they were new. So that now they're coming back down. Yeah. And that's, it's never been easier for guys to get into it than right now. Yeah. Because everything is used out there on the market that I think is completely good quality that you've seen guys either producing content from, or, you know, the past couple of years, it's the stuff's out there. You can get it. It's not like you got to spend the top tier dollar to get anything to right. make it worthwhile. Yep. Um, Batteries, you, are are you okay with like those aftermarket, uh, like third party batteries? Yeah, I've, I've I haven't had much problems with them. I've noticed that they don't have the the life, the length of life. You know, yeah. Like, let's say an hour straight filming with the the native Sony batteries, and like maybe fifty minutes with the the other ones, the cheaper. Yeah, but ones. you're talking a quarter of the price sometimes. Yeah, like I have a whole bunch. Of, I mean, I got. An entire bag of, of batteries. Um, yeah. But when you get to the level, like I'm, when I go on video shoots, it's I make sure I have batteries out the wazoo and right have extra SD cards. I mean, I I just I get anal about that stuff. But yeah, I mean, you're talking about like a native Sony battery would be eighty bucks, and then the the knockoffs will be like twenty, if if yeah. not sometimes less. So that's a good way to save a little bit bit of money. Usually your camera, if you buy one, is going to have the native with it, and then you can just yep. buy, like on Amazon, some some of the cheaper uh, knockoff ones. And just <clears throat> for guys out there that get into this, get in a habit of whenever – if you do film out in the field, as soon as you get home, dump the footage onto a hard drive or your computer and then charge your stuff that night. Like just try and be diligent on and, – and, making a structure on every time you come back inside to do something. Otherwise what happens is a lot of guys in the beginning get lazy with it because it's something they're not used to. 
yeah. to leave their camera in their truck. You know, right. and they, they film it's dead the next day. It's dead the next day. They're going into the tree, and then they they're like, "Well, I, I'm not taking this today. It's there's no, you know, there's no point." Then they see something that they really wish they would have got on film, and it was just simply because they were a little bit lazy and didn't go back and and do the necessary steps. Um, it is when when you get into filming, it is another thing to worry about, but it is rewarding when you get to go back and watch the footage. Of something oh, yeah. you've seen and and show your buddies at either hunting camp or your dad, your family, your friends. It, yeah. It's pretty rewarding. Let's talk about the. We haven't talked about camera arms and like fluid heads. What camera arm do you run? Um, I currently have a couple of them. Uh, I've been running a so I, in the beginning I ran them super heavy muddy. Oh yeah, that's the one, they, that's used to be like the only people that made them back in the day good ones yeah they were i mean it that thing was a brick but mm. it did not move on the tree it was solid um right now i am running a fourth arrow it's a they're called their mini light series or something uh it's got the holes through it i run it because it, it's just a little bit lighter to lighten my load on my pack um especially if i'm going to carry different lenses Here's Levi Morgan. It must be good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, hey, look, look at the camera he's using. I think it's one of those ZV. No, no it's it's a AX, one of the, the, the yeah, AX. The, yeah. AX30. Which is one you mentioned, I think. Yep. Yeah, but it's uh the I mean, you're you're looking right there a hundred bucks for the, your cheapest one. Yeah. Which is one of their best sellers because it's the cheapest. Right. Would you uh would you buy the cheapest one though, or would you recommend? No, see, I have the saddle on the satellite kit. Um, right here. Yeah, that's I have. What I have. Yeah, that's the same one I run. It's it just because it um, with I like the three way capabilities of the arm, special with mm-hmm. me saddle hunting, to move around. Um, the media the the fluid head ain't bad on it. Uh, I would say to to upgrade. Um. I, I I personally w- would upgrade the fluid head to Manfrotto or something along those lines. Yeah. Um, there's so many different fluid heads out there. Yeah, there's uh, a lot of guys run that small rig one. Um, uh, I think I know which one you're talking about. This the small rig uh, fluid head. Yeah, it's super. That's why I have a couple of them. There's so many names for all this. It's it's hard for me to remember. Yeah, I think it's this one right here is what I have. No, that's not it. Right here. So, CH10, the compact yep. fluid head. Yep. Does that tighten down with with the uh the the move? What what are they? I don't. I'm drawing a blank. It has it is. No, it has. Okay. it's it's a side it's a side titan. Yeah. Why okay. do you ask? Or what were you thinking, Jake? There so if you look up there's there's a new company out there that I don't know if they'll have them on that. It's called Tricer. So they it's basically a it was made for spot and scopes, um things like that that Instead of tightening it down on the side, so you're, you know how you have your handle, your yeah. camera handle, 
all you have to do is like turn it like turn it to the right and it'll tighten it down as you're like moving it so if you're if you're moving on a deer all you have to do is like tighten it like a screwdriver and it and it stays locked in place this one here yeah huh that that tricer fluid head that's nice yeah so be way quicker yeah it's it's very quick or ha more hands-free i guess is probably yes. the best yeah i'll have to look into that thing yeah it uh it's pretty sweet my buddy had it out west when i was hunting elk with him and he was using it and i put my camera on it, and it was just i could move it around quick and then tighten it and lock it into place and not touch it you know that's it's it's the more quick you know yeah less movement yeah because i mean with less the, fiddling with things with almost the all at least the ones i've ever seen are used you know you're talking about you know you got to adjust on the side it's for the and we're talking about like the tilt of the camera because yes. if you have it too loose the camera will keep moving on you yep. um it's hard to explain unless you fill it filled with a fluid head but um that's a not that's a good setup there yeah so um but you're gonna you know if you're getting into film and hunts you're gonna have to buy it i mean this is this is what guys don't think of you know they're just like oh i want to buy a camera and start filming my hunts well you have to have a camera arm you got to have a fluid head to put it on you have to have a microphone you yeah have a computer to drop the footage on yep have a hard drive to save that footage otherwise it's going to take up all your memory on your computer yeah <laughs> I, mean, um, it, I mean it's a lot but um that's why we're kind of going over all this oh yeah i love it too i mean it's obviously my passion so um it's a good it's very rewarding when you get a deer on on video and you can make a video about it so yeah did we cover um, everything last last but not least i think would be the uh um hard drives or the oh yeah how to read basically onto your computer um Something like yeah this. yeah basically hard drive i got little tiny sand disc ones um you're gonna need probably something along the lines of this it's just a little adapter to go into your computer yep. to, to read SD cards, to read basically straight from the camera if you want, um, or to view, you know, HDMI ports. Um, they're just small accessory gadgets that basically that you're going to need. Yeah. To be and able they, to it'll, it'll like a hundred dollar bill you every, like it's a hundred dollar bill you to death. Like all those little things is, you know, a, you know, a couple terabyte storage is, Yep. I don't know, a couple hundred dollars, hundred, hundred to two hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. One of those things you were just showing is, you know, you could sixty bucks, yeah, bucks. almost a hundred bucks again. So, all the little things you got to think about because you can't, you can't dump your footage, like you can't keep store like something like that onto a computer. You'll, it'll, it'll wear it out. Well, it'll bog it. Yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll bog it down to the point where it's gonna be slow glitchy and not be oh, able yeah to almost unusable so you want to get some kind of external drive um, so that's when you if all said and done if you get the cheapest stuff like that zv zv1 with a microphone let's say a microphone that shotgun mic's 100 bucks um i think you can't don't quote me on this but you're still looking with a camera arm all the accessories not a computer um because 
computers they can range from i mean there's thousand yeah. dollar ones three thousand but you're still looking at almost two thousand dollars in between the camera the accessories the camera arm and what you need to film you're looking at almost two thousand dollars worth of gear yep i mean batteries all the everything yep looking at almost two thousand dollars for the cheapest worthwhile yeah right outside of just go ahead and use your phone if you don't <laughs> you're not going to spend exactly, that but and that brings me back to the point why not use your cell phone um because it has pretty good sound quality yeah that's what it's made for right yeah i mean that, yeah i mean talking to yeah the cell phones are and that's so if you're not looking to spend two grand to get the setup why not have a brand new cell phone and yeah. uh at the same time then you'd be able to learn from that and and shoot horizontal and uh start monkeying with different softwares you know that they have built onto the phones now apps cap cut yeah I mean, a lot of stuff is made with the cell phone anymore that's something else to note like if you're going to film with the cell phone a lot of like a lot of people will just film like this you make sure you make sure you film landscape or whatever and start and start the what I can't stand is the guys that start it like this and then halfway through will tilt it. Yeah, I, I've seen that that so much. They're like, oh yeah, they, here here comes a deer and they switch yeah. it. The orientation's all different. Yeah, so, so just, keep it keep that in mind. It is it's hard. Like like people start filming like this all the time, and then that's that's unusable for like a guy like me. You have to have it. Yeah, you know. Yep sideways but whatever 16 by nine <laughs> so. yeah but i mean even these cell phones nowadays i mean they're 4k you know oh so, yeah um i can shoot in in raw to be able to color grade and do all this this crazy stuff with a lot of i mean you start following some of these guys on on socials i, I there's some pictures that you've seen me post that are cell phone pictures that people have no idea about yeah that i color graded made them look nice i mean it's yeah it's all they're pretty they're pretty amazing when you actually dive into a cell phone's capabilities. Oh yeah. Yep. Well man, we've been on here for over an hour now. So I think we went over everything, gave people at least some options and things to think about. Yeah. So getting into cell filming, man, it's it's fun, but it's gonna I, I'd say to save save at least fifteen hundred to two thousand before you dive into it. Um, right. To take that step because otherwise you're just kind of wasting your money. Yep. Yep. Well, man, how can people, uh, reach out to you or, or find you on social media? Uh, so my personal stuff is Jake Belinda on social media. Um, and then the void hunt on YouTube. Uh, I got a bunch of hunts that I'm working on actually right now, this week, next week, week after, um, they'll all be coming down the pipeline, hopefully by May and, uh, be caught up completely by the end of the summer. There you so. go. I got your stuff linked below in the description too. So if you guys want to go check it. out Jake, thanks, man. You're a wealth yeah. of knowledge when it comes to cameras. <laughs> yeah. If anybody ever has any other questions, they can reach out to me, DM. I'm, I'm all ears. I, I try to help guys out where I can. Yep. Have a good one, guys. Thanks for uh, watching. See you, man.